0: Hey and welcome to Trail Trials, the video review section of IRunFar.com. My name is Travis Lyles and in this video we're going to take a look at the new trail shoe from Hoka One One, the Zonal. Let's dive into the specs. This is a 4mm heel to toe drop. This weighs in at just about 8.5, actually slightly under 8.5 ounces in a men's size 9. It is positioned as a quick shoe for going shorter distances with Vibram Mega Grip light base and a dual density midsole. So let's get up close and personal and see what this shoe is all about. All right, so let's start off by talking about the outsole. From an outsole standpoint, what you're gonna get here is kind of a very lightweight stripped down outsole and you're gonna hear me say lightweight and stripped down really throughout this entire review this outsole maybe covers half of the shoe and you can see it all from this blue section here all that is Vibram mega grip and specifically the light base option of Vibram mega grip and what is light base what light base is is a lightweight version of mega grip while maintaining the same performance characteristics. So in terms of feel, it's the same like semi-sticky, rubbery, really good grip on a lot of varied surfaces. So whether you're talking about like slick wood bridges or you're talking about a rock or scree fields or whatever, like it's just a good Strong all around tread compound. The difference though is this light base, and what light base does is cuts about 30% of the weight off of standard Vibram Mega Grip. So, what would that be? If you were to tear off this tread and replace it with standard Vibram non light base option, it would be about 30% heavier. So, what would that really do? Probably with this tread, it's since it's, it's pretty small and, and not a whole lot of it, it maybe would add another half ounce to the shoe, but it's enough of a difference that this shoe's trying to stay light and fast, so they went with a light base compound on here. According to, to Vibram, the performance between the two is the same. Um, I don't know about life of the lugs, if it's shorter on light base versus standard, but in terms of like what it feels like underfoot, kinda how I feel when I'm stepping on things, it feels pretty much the same. So from a lug pattern, you can look here and see that they're fairly shallow. Uh, so it's not a very deep lug on this shoe really at all. Definitely that low profile type of lug that's meant for kind of do-it-all type of stuff. And Hoka's really positioning this shoe as lightweight, fast, shorter distance. But I I found it did well in a lot of of different areas, not just easy groom type of trail. So there's enough here, but it is not an overly protective shoe. And you can tell that just by looking here. All of this is just midsole foam. So you take this orange foam, you roll all the way through. So there's a lot of exposed areas. And in fact, if you look right here, that's a thorn that got stuck in the shoe. Let's grab this little multi-tool here and look. You know that's a fairly long stick uh, that was in the shoe I didn't ever feel that poke through but that's sort of an example of protection that you're not getting on the bottom of this shoe right if this would have been rubber all the way across I probably wouldn't have had that issue but that gives you an example sort of of what you're working with here I never felt that I didn't feel it poke through because you still have all this midsole plus your sock liner before it hits something like that but that is an example of what you're not getting with this shoe. There's no rock plate in here. It's just lightly covered with tread, exposed foam, and that's done for the savings of weight. So, moving on to the midsole here. And the midsole is pretty interesting in that it's slightly different than I think a majority of Hoka shoes which tend to be specifically in the trail range a little more single density foam. You have two levels of foam here. So one is, is the Pro Fly foam which is the same that was on the Torrent. It's the same in their performance shoes like the Carbon X. And then on top of it, there's a rubberized EVA foam. And that's to give it a little more kind of rebound or a little more firm feel. I think it performs really well. But from a mechanical standpoint, there's nothing on this shoe that's like correcting your foot strike or a pronation control. It's a neutral shoe that just happens to use two types of foam to sort of work together to create a more fast like feel. Looking at the specs here, like we saw on the previous uh, Torrent review, you're gonna see a couple of numbers here and those numbers represent weight of the shoe, how much volume is in the shoe, and then the spring of the shoe. Weight, 242 grams, so about eight and a half ounces. Again, men's size nine. Here we have in cubic centimeters the volume of the midsole. This comes in at 490 cubic centimeters. For a reference point, the Torrent is 395, and something like the Challenger comes in at 641. So, Quite a bit less than, say, something like the Challenger or the Speedgoat, but more cushion and more volume available than the Torrent. Lastly is that spring number. So that shoe does have a rocker. It is not a super, super pronounced rocker, but there's enough there. And if we look at it kind of at this view here, you get a little bit view of that kind of ramp uh, from heel to toe and see see how it sort of bows uh, like this. And that's all there, meant to go fast, meant to be efficient. Two types of foam here, plus this midsole feel, it's really lightweight and it really feels like you can move in this shoe fast, regardless of the terrain, regardless of road, regardless of kind of what you're doing. When you move up to the upper here, again, just like everything else on the bottom part of this shoe, it's really meant to be simple and it's meant to save weight. So when we look here, you can tell just by quickly looking There's not a lot going on with this. I mean, in terms of trail shoes, this is about as simple as it gets from an upper standpoint. Mesh all the way through here, very, very few overlays. There's not anything that's like straps on the inside of the shoe that connects the laces to the midsole for a wrapper type of fit. You don't have TPU overlays with the exception of a couple here by the laces, which I'll call out in a second. Around the shoe for abrasion resistance or for added structure the shoes about lightweight and that's exactly what's going on on this upper that said it locks my foot in fairly well and there's a couple of reasons for that one is is there's just enough mesh here and I think the way that they structure the upper at least for my foot shape locks it in and provides enough wrapper there that my shoe foot doesn't feel like it's kind of swimming around inside of the shoe the secondary portion here is that it's all very much a flared outsole in general so when you look at the bottoms part of this shoe it is fairly wide it's a wide heel so the heel is out to here and if we roll that in you can see that like there's a fairly large like ramp from the farthest out part of the heel to the actual shoe itself and you can probably get that view by looking right here right that's a fairly good distance and you have that on both sides And then when you look down from this angle here, you'll get that same type of view. So as we move our way up, here's where the upper stops and then the outsole juts out another, I don't know, half inch or so on each side. So there's sort of this like bucket that you sit down inside of, inside of this shoe. So when you combine that, that's really the platform that's creating the stability for this shoe. And then the upper is really just doing kind of just enough To keep your foot locked in again keep out some dirt and debris but for the most part really really lightweight in terms of what this shoe is doing very minimal on abrasion resistance with the exception of right up here at the toe so you do have this overlay that is bonded to the fabric right at the toe that is going to add some abrasion resistance at the toe and then at the very very apex the outsole wraps up and around and adds a fairly hard um Spot here, right at the very tip, to add some protection against kicking and those types of things. Continuing on to the tongue, it is a partially gusseted tongue, so there is a little bit of fabric, probably from about this second, third lace down all the way to the cross lace down at the bottom, where this is gusseted to try to keep out dirt and those types of things, uh, and also create a little bit of more of a sock-like feel though there aren't any stitching or anything like that that you really have to worry about rubbing against but for the most part again a surprising amount of support in the upper given how minimal it is and then that same theme continues here with the tongue the tongue is super thin it is really just a kind of rubbery kind of overlay bonded to some mesh fabric with a really tiny slice of padding on the inside uh, to give just enough pressure relief from when you're locking those laces down. And then from the heel cup standpoint, sticking in that theme of minimal, very, very light structure, semi-structured heel cup. So you can see here, I can push that down with one finger it's a little bit of effort, but it's not much. It is a very, very minimal heel cup, especially in comparison to a lot of, uh, of other shoes out there. You can feel it. There's a little bit of that something in here, a piece of plastic, uh, but it is very, very flexible comparative to say a lot of other heel cups that would collapse down really hard or really present a bunch of structure. It's fairly lightweight, but again, there's just enough here to give some structure to lock your heel in and to keep this shoe attached to your foot when you're trying to run and go fast. In closing, I think what you've got here is a pretty interesting shoe. It is positioned to be shorter distance races, really meant about going fast, and I think it accomplishes that really well. Everything I've thrown at this shoe, it's handled admirably. That's some very aggressive like scree and rocks and roots and slick stuff and water crossings and wet all the way to fire roads, road running, forest roads, really buffed out trail. This shoe transitions well. It feels good. It's got a stable kind of wide platform on it that's flared out that feels secure, but it's also only eight and a half ounces. And it's a really feathery, lightweight, meshy upper that breathes well. And then you've got a good midsole that that has got dual density, that, that rides well. It's got that rocker feel. There's just a lot here to like. And I think where you're gonna have your biggest problem with his shoe is not asking, can you run 100 miles in it? Because I absolutely think this shoe is absolutely gonna work for that. What I don't know is, can I use this as my training shoe and then get to the start line with this shoe? And I'd argue that you're probably gonna have a shoe that is not gonna be as long of life as some of the other types of trail shoes, even ones by Hoka. There are no layers and and material and sort of scuff-resistant areas on the upper. You've got a whole lot of midsole that's exposed and doesn't have tread on it at all. So you gain all this really great lightweight, but that comes with a sacrifice. And that's the sacrifice of a less structured upper, a less structured bottom package and outsole on this. Because there just isn't a lot of protection really anywhere on this shoe. From kind of that abrasion and, and and stepping on sharp things. But I think you could do it because I have ran some pretty nasty terrain in this shoe. I just don't think this is a shoe that you could do really long distance races and use as your everyday trainer. think it's a specialized shoe. I think what it does, it does well. I think for fast mountain races, there's enough here to kind of take care of it. I think for a long distance race, 100 miles, I think there's enough shoe here. Again, I'm I'm sort of round peg in a square hole type of situation here by saying, is this shoe meant for really long distance? Hoka themselves is not positioning this as a long distance shoe. I think you can do it. and I think it'd be a pretty awesome race shoe given the right conditions and given the expectations that that might be all you get out of this one uh, depending on, again, how kind of rugged things are and how tough you are on your shoes. So questions, comments, are you excited about this and all? Leave those below this video. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.